do it, man. Yeah, let's initiate this uh, the inaugural <clears throat> the inauguration podcast. Uncut and stereo is what we're talking about. Yeah, it sounds pretty good. So we're gonna take a shot of some Canadian vodka. How much you want in there? Aren't these supposed I'm to just have measuring you, measuring stuff pretty hot? That's, I'm gonna warn you now. <laughs> like I that much that. right there will set you on fire. See that? Okay, so that's what yeah, I'm gonna don't I'll get do. Don't twice crazy. that much. <laughs> You're twice the man. No, for the man. That's it, yeah, yeah. That looks about good. Yeah, it's pretty close. Jeremy, yeah, do you want me to hook you up with the same amount, or do you want twice? No, I don't want twice. Give just, me just, just, just take it easy on the big guys. Because actually, I don't drink, so I could probably smell it and get drunk. Don't Whoa. smell it. That's the key to this shit. Yeah, yeah. just. Choke it. Do not smell it. Your cousin was telling me that about his moonshine. Plus, we were in a bar. He's yeah. like, don't smell it. Just drink it. I'm like, what the fuck are you giving me, dude? Nah. He's got to choke it back like dessert depends on it. Yeah. You ready? Well, yep. Uncut. Three, two, one. Just like nail polish remover. That's not bad, actually. It's got a good sweetness to it. It's got, well, you want me to read it? I'll take some more. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's good. You want another yeah. shot? Just to have on tap. I'll do it. And this is where he fucked up. <laughs> you know how I get on vodka. So once we get tuned up, we're going to start talking about this new album we got coming, right? Oh, shit, yes. I forgot. Is this yours? This is mine. Markham. That's mine. <laughs> Middle's mine. Okay. Yeah, you don't want to be sharing germs right now. See, we was doing good until we caught the COVID. You mean the Corona? That pour sounded heavy. Yeah. You ready? Yeah, I'll let you pour yours. I don't want to commit somebody to Crush this. something they're not ready for. Okay, so second cheers. Cheers. Oh, we're doing Number two. Someone okay. for the camera? Shit. It's all good. It's been running. It's been running? Yeah. Mama didn't raise no pussy. I'm recording here. Everything's good. A dink and a dink and then a drink. Good job, Daniel. Good job. They have another kind. Yeah. It's the Aurora made with English wheat instead of uh, corn. It's Canadian corn, not American corn. You don't say. Yeah. I don't know hey. if there's a difference. What does that mean? I imagine there is. How about that? Google that. See if there's a difference between Canadian corn and the United States corn. I bet there is not a difference. <clears throat> And the bottle's cooler. It's way cooler. I don't know. Some people didn't like it. That you know, I posted a picture on Facebook of it. They didn't like it. I think it, they must have gotten hung over from it really bad. Maybe went too hard. Only pain. time I get angry at an alcohol is when it bit me. That must mean it was good. The bottle is pretty sexy though. You got to admit. And gluten free. Forty percent alcohol. <laughs> Okay. It says Canada has the third most valuable corn crop in the world. That's why Aykroyd went. Well, he's Canadian anyway. Yeah, right. keep it at home. Yeah. They have over 32,000 farms with 1.63 million acres of corn. So are they like the corn capital of the, the world? Like, they're number three. Wow. Hey, let me guess, who's number one? Who uh, is number one? Actually, 
It says Ontario is number one. What? We've been out quarantined. We've been out quarantined. Yes. <laughs> number two is actually in Quebec, which is Canada or am yeah. I wrong? Yeah. yeah, that's all Canada, yeah. Wow. Nah, hold on, you know. I, hey, I gotta, that's why we got Google running. I gotta, I, I gotta double. Ch- I gotta fact check. Hey, you. Rob didn't want to be in the podcast, but he he's still laughing and making us. He's react. over there. He's Googling still there, smirking at us. Corn. It's all good. Wrong he, corn. We may drag him in here in a minute. Let's see. Top producer of corn. This is not really hot topic stuff. It's I don't not. know why we're talking about this. It's Other than the vodka just did that, and now we're talking about it. The United States is still number one in corn production. Let's okay. not get USA, it twisted. USA, number one, 3.663 million. Oh, he is, definitely. Okay. I was just, as a third-party fact checker, I had to make sure we weren't losing the damn competition. Third party. We got enough obese people here that, that proves that That's the corn true. production is on look, point. We're like left and right, yes. and he's that middle guy going, hey, guys. I'm going to figure out what's really going on. This is the lowdown on the corn. Well, here we go. 3.66 million acres. That's a lot. So you thought you you guys were going to tune in and we were going to talk about music. and Really, we're just going to talk about corn because... No. We're just going to let things... This is what we do when we're hanging out, so we're going to talk, ramble a bit. But we do want to talk about the new album we're doing. Yeah. We're, We're done with... We shot one video already, which uh, we put out on Facebook, Off to See the Wizard, which we're going to get on YouTube very shortly. And we have another video we just finished, uh, Over It is the name of the song. Once again, done with Kill Devil Films. Thomas Green. The genius. Awesome. And uh, that will be out very soon as well. We're we need, gonna, to, uh, you we know, need we're, to get him on here. Yeah, we need Thomas to come on here. Thomas. Thomas. Crane. I'm sure he'll do it, man. He's a busy guy. We all know that. Mm-hmm. He does great work. And uh, we'll probably not use anybody other than him ever again. So, tentatively, what might we be looking at for a release date? Well, I know I've been kind of holding things up because I've been busy. And i got the thing in mastering phase right now. Bought a new tool, SSL Fusion, which is a really good unit. and But... So, you know, consequently, buying it presented more issues in my mix than I knew I had. So it made me have to uh, kind of retweak some things. So now I got to get done with laying the uh, floor in my house and putting trim up, and then I can release. You're not allowed to have a life. <laughs> yeah, people, we don't do this for a living, right? The uh, the music thing. Yeah, that's our goal, obviously. But uh, we have jobs, just like everybody else. So, It's true. Did you know that BIS is a Latin prefix or suffix designating the second instance of a thing? Oh, so it's deja vu. Yeah. Wow. Weird. Oh, Did you get the clip? No. <laughs> I just realized I still had it on. That's why he's not done with the album. He's been going to the club. Yeah, I've been, I've been out raving in the, you know, the basements of uh, college towns and stuff. <laughs> no, this is from... Uh, Baptist downtown hospital. I do flooring. Construction guys, I'm with you, man. That's what I do. Essential. And uh, I have to go in and uh, lay floors and surgery rooms. And Does that mean they scanned you? Yeah. You the they didn't do the thing, shoot on the forehead. It was, you walk in the door, and it, it, they have the screen there reading your, you know what I mean, temperature. 
They're like, you're good. I'm like, but you didn't. They're like, it's all good. What they're a time to be laptop. alive. They're sitting there with a laptop, and, the, and, the, and they're sh- on the screen it shows them, you know what I mean? So they're like taking the your temperature and yeah. checking out your wiener size like the airport. <laughs> exactly. Here's your wristband. Everybody laugh when he leaves the room. Yeah. <laughs> It's crazy, but real. Right here is proof. That you. is crazy, man. Every day I get a new one. So you're telling me they have everything integrated into the door now? No, not the door. It's it's a little kind of like a tripod thing. It's tempor- you, hopefully temporary. I heard you put your pen. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh, and there goes the skull. Yeah, and that's why we did it. We wanted to get loose so we could talk <laughs> freely, whatever. So, uh, yeah, I mean, we are going to get some music out to you, but we wanted to be more personal. This thing is about uncut, just sitting here talking like you're in the room, but you're not, whatever. So and you guys are uh, can feel free. There's a group. Uh, many of you have already jumped on. It's going to be the uh, official page for the group. If you have questions for the following week's podcast, go ahead and throw them on there. If there's something you want us to talk about, go ahead and, and uh, make sure you put it down. And we'll work it into the, the conversation for sure. Because we want you guys to be a part of this conversation just as much as we're sitting here bullshitting. So. Uncut in stereo. Yeah, once we get Look it going, uh, definitely want to integrate. every. The intent was to get guests from all around that, that are reachable at this point. And uh, just expose them to you and, and us too. Get to know them better. But not expose them to not anything related to the... Thing that's wrecking everybody's life. So no, no I'm not gonna, I mean, I'm not going to give it the power and say its name. I'm not going to. I'm not going to do that. The thing. That's the thing. The this thing that's thing? floating around could be related. I don't know. I don't know. It, it's no, hard. I'm not to get giving that. I mean, giving the exposure of uh, being able to, you know, talk. Let's, so let's know who we're the, around. Uh, we're in a big city, and we don't. We don't know what I mean. The new video. You don't know everybody. Before we go to the new video, most of the people, if we could get them in. Hey, since we're on the subject, we haven't had a chance to, to talk about this, really, outside of amongst ourselves, about that Off to See the Wizard um, video. Yeah. You know, we released it, and a lot of people saw it, and there was a lot of great feedback from it, but just us as a group to, to share kind of with, with people who have watched it, I don't think we've had a moment to just kind of discuss that, being that's the first single that we dropped off of. The well, night. I guess, yeah, that would point back to releasing this, this album, right? There was a, <clears throat> a tragedy in my, my family that had directly to do with overdose, and in, in, in particularly in the heroin genre. Uh, I should say fentanyl, really, because that's what took his life, not the heroin per se, but a bad, you know, a lethal dose of fentanyl. And uh, so that's, you know, there's a lot of things, you know, and, you know, if people are watching, you know, looking out for us to do things, you know, obviously life just grabs you and does things. And that's one of the things. And, and, and it was weird, you know, I wrote that, you know, we wrote that song a year prior. Yeah. And, and did that video probably a year and a, you know, a year prior to uh, this happening to my, my nephew. And, and then it happened. So I guess what I'm getting at is it, it just really punched me to where I, I, I had to step back from, we was almost ready to release all of this stuff, and then that happened, and it really hit me hard. You know, I, I haven't really talked about it, you know, but, right. and it did hit hard because of that, that song, too. You know what I mean? Not only I lost my nephew, but I, I wrote that, and we did that video, and it was just like all come, like, 
with the 100 full intent to, to help people you know yeah it was about the the both two angles that the person you know that has this addiction is very trapped and it's hard to get help and i you know i wish i had it up now i will later get this but there's there are people out there helping you know with with a treatment that works yeah, the downside of it is it only lasts like 30 days. You know Jacksonville what I mean? has a good one here. Lakeview Health um, Addiction Treatment is specialized in heroin and opioid abuse. Yeah. says that uh, nationwide, Florida is number 17 for heroin and opioid overdose. And uh, Jacksonville is actually number one in the state. I believe it. Even when I was uh, working over in San Marco and Riverside and like... It, it was insane. You, had, you hadn't heard the word heroin since like the mid '90s, where people were on an epidemic level, you know, getting into it and, and having issues with it. And it's like all of a sudden, you, you, you know, you get into 2015, yeah. And then from there, it's like blowing up again. And it's just the saddest thing. Like, there's so many examples of just tragedies where people have been taken out too early, and uh, loved ones ripped from families because of this. It's just a terrible sickness. So. I'm happy we wrote the song. Well, you know, deeper than that, you know, what? who's the one shoveling this shit out into the public? You know what I mean? That, to me, is like the big question. I really feel it's the like, government. What's going on here? You know? Yeah, I don't I mean, understand how this is... You can't... I'm just a dumb guy, right? But I, I think I could come up with ideas to catch these people. You know what I mean? If you give me millions of dollars, like you give the... Whoever's supposed to be tracking these things down... And just in the, yeah. and just in the strange manner that it did resurface, <clears throat> like you literally yeah. didn't hear about, you know, a For whole like bunch of people, decades, right? And then all say. of a sudden it's like boom, yeah, this is back an harder than ever. Well, the fentanyl yeah. thing, you know, that's that's really playing a lot into it, and that's well. a cost cutter, I guess, right? It's not really. Yeah, it's a cost. It's just a cost cutter to make it like a bigger batch. You're cutting it. I seen a behind the scenes thing, and it was talking about the guys over wherever they're making it at in Brazil or wherever. Yeah, yeah. Um, They're using fentanyl as a cut agent, uh, meaning to make their supply bigger or whatever. And uh, but they're saying they're doing it to also strengthen the drug to where people, if they weren't doing so much of it, they could do less. And it's a bad Dude, theory. Yeah, that's like throwing coyotes out to control other populations or something. It just yeah, get, the guard you know, the meat lockers. It's gonna go the other no, way where you, you, was, you know yeah. all you have is coyotes everywhere. You know, I have some ideas. Let's add gasoline to this already burning fire. Yeah, maybe <laughs> that fight fire with fire. They say it works. Not not in this it's case. It's terrible, man. And nah. I'm I am so happy we wrote that song and lyrically you you really yeah. were able to paint a picture. And then with Thomas Crane. And the hard work he put in, I, I feel like Amazing. it's uh, It was, like I was saying. I, he's he's like that catcher. You're the pitcher. You throw it, he catches it, and he he can trust that guy well, with your vision. You know? Benefit being amazing musician and writer in his own that's, in his own Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, I think absolutely. that's the key to the to what he's doing. He can really interpret is. that information yeah. and, and see the vision, so Definitely. I love that I lo- I love the song and I love the video. I love that we took a stance on it to try to help people and like I said, we've gotten tons of feedback. Where Outreach it was is amazing, yeah, five hundred thousand views. Yeah. I mean, a stance not in a way of going, you know, pointing a finger. You're a no. bad. I mean, in the, in the fact that love the, the people that love the pe- you know it's the empathy. person that has that addiction, it, it's just 
We come. That whole song is coming it's from a very wearing thing on the soul. It's a stance of empathy, empathy and love and care. Yeah, we un- understand what you're empathy. going through, and it's not hard to take that first step through the door. I know I have family members who have also suffered with addiction, but even having that first conversation, <clears throat> and if this is helping people have that first conversation, yeah. And that's an amazing thing. What I've also liked is it's helping people overcome situations they've been through with losing a loved one. Dude. I've had several yeah, people message sure. me saying, thank you, this really helped. It, I've cried. Uh, you know, I've overcame. And it's a, it's a great thing. that. You well, one know. thing I did, like, with my nephew, even though I knew the things that he'd been through and what he did, you know, in and out of jail for, main, you know, whatever that got him into, basically. And, I, you know, every time I would see him, it was just like, you know, I didn't want to judge him. I wanted him to feel like, hey, you know, hey, you can, you can do this. You know what I mean? Even though, you know, I wish I, I could have been more there for him to, to maybe push, you know, be that bumper guy to go, hey, man, you're fucking up. But, yeah, that's my regret there is, is not uh, maybe if you were there having a finger out further than I did I know if you were if you were there in the state you would have definitely been able to do that I don't know you You know what I mean time because even when I was there I I watched things happen and you know it was like something you know I don't know at the end of the day that's that is a stronghold that is insane it is because you know you're looking at, at them in the eye and you believe them you really do but you know you're like man I I just know there's something else going on, and, and, and then it's too late by the time. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But enough about Wizard. Like I said, we, we, we hadn't had a chance to kind of open up about it, so I wanted to go ahead and clear the air. I wanted to, you know, just meet in the middle with everybody who has heard the song and kind of that, understand and, and, where you were you know, coming why from. why the release date of all right. this has been kind of prolonged. Then the coronavirus. <laughs> That's a whole other thing. Don't say its name. Oh, don't say it. The thing. Don't say it three times like Beetlejuice, right? Click your heels three times and say it. But the next song... Over It. Over It is kind of tying into that, I guess. You know, (laughs) even though that song was written way before this happened also. Tons of foreshadowing. It's uh, it's like this, uh, you know... I'm going to segue into songwriting here. When you think, overthink writing a song it's it's just that you're never going to love it you know what I mean you're never going to love that song and I this whole album is about songs that I kind of I, I personally you know love because I put that vulnerability right into it I don't mean vulnerability like, oh I'm exposing fe- I mean I was reaching into a domain that I didn't even know I was kind of letting it write itself, and then I listened back, and I'm like, holy, what was that? We've had conversations yeah. about that, kind of, you know, what Phil Collins did post-Genesis. He wanted to make yeah. his own album. Instead of going, I want to write about this thing. It was just, just like... Get in a room. Let the music do it. Yep. Yes. And, you know, the, the, the sculpture's in that piece of granite. Yeah. It'll it's already to, there. Yeah. Just let it kind of do its thing. I'm, I'm happy so, to be be along on that process, And that's too. why, you know, as a person that wrote a song that hit people like that, like Wizard, per se, I, I really honestly can't take... I, I feel like I can't take credit for the song in some ways because I wasn't sitting there thinking. I was just, like, channeling it. it that's the best way to put it. I was channeling what I felt the song was telling me to say. 
definitely a message that needed to be heard, in my opinion. So, I mean, as soon as you you presented it to us, and I, I got a chance to kind of look over the lyrics, I was like, oh, whoa, yeah, it's just deep. You've always written deep. But That's I just, what I mean. It was, it was it was a different thing to me, even you know, because I was sitting back liking it. Because I'm usually going, oh, he could have done better. That was stupid words. What'd you do that? You know what I mean? I'm like criticizing <laughs> how I'm wording shit all the time. And then that was one of the ones I, I didn't look back. You know, I just put it in there. I was like, wow, okay. I think I want to try this approach more often. And, you know, some of the... Well, that's another thing. Some of the songs on this new album aren't new. <laughs> you know, some of them we did back in 14... Uh, when we were writing for uh, Waiting to Crash. Yeah. Air You Breathe, that's one of the songs that's going to be on here. I actually wrote that song on the, the very first version of recording on a computer. That was the first song I recorded. Um, not the version that we're going to put out, right. obviously, but writing it, I, I remember I got this software and I was like, I'm going to try, I got to try this stuff. You could put music in the computer. Yeah, I was like, rah, dude, I can do this. <laughs> I went to some guy's basement, recorded, and he was like, yeah, it's Cakewalk. Oh, Cakewalk stuck in my head. I went and bought Cakewalk, bought a mixer, and I was on my way. And here you are years later, and you are an audio nerd. I'm a nerd, I am. <laughs> But yeah, the album took some turns, and, and it, it, the, the, the title of it, The Beautiful Things We Left for Dead, is, that's pretty much what the songs are. It's like, oh, we forgot this side of ourselves, this side. Because, you know, there's the rock side, there's the metal side, we, we like blending it all together in a blender. A little bit of this, a little you know, bit of that. But, I, I think know. it comes with maturity. Like, we were, yeah. we wrote these songs, and we sat there, and we deliberately picked ones that we thought would fit a mold that is is a dumb mold to even try to put yourself in anyways. Yeah. We wrote these beautiful songs that were great in their own right. So why try to put yourself in a mold when you can just create beautiful, beautiful yeah, music? Instead of going, I want to be this genre. I want to, I want to be like that. I mean, just be. Hey, hey, I'm not, I'm guilty. You're guilty. Absolutely. We're all guilty of this going, I want to sound like this band, but you, like you just said, the maturity pushes you to go, I now who sound are like you? The yeah, <laughs> dude, I, that was me. I wanted to get, here was me in six, well, let's say 17, 18 years old. I want to be a mix between Alice in Chains and Deftones. And it kind of sound pretty close they to that. Kind of nailed that. But we swim in there. Once you do that, I defined that as what I was reaching for, you know, but then I, I, I get there and I'm hearing that produced and I'm like, but man, what about Phil Collins, you know? What about mm -hmm. Peter Gabriel and these other influences that were in my childhood? Not when I was a musician, but when I was a kid that bled, you know, like subliminal, you know. Now it's funny. I remember when the, when the switch went off, man, we were, we were writing waiting to crash. That was a bad time. Brian had left. Yeah, it was, a, it was just me and you. Pretty strange section of time. And that's know. when some of these songs were actually birthed out of that dark period. It was like, yeah. what the hell do we do now? Okay, let's let's try this. Yeah. And uh, I remember having that conversation with you. It's like, dude, what are we doing? Like, yeah, where are let's we? Let's just write. Let's just stop trying to, where's the target? What you know? was the, uh, let's just shoot in the dark and see what happens once, you know? The song before Say It. The real was just singing. That was you. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, the beginning of the album, where it's just him kind of singing, and it's like... Fast asleep. Fast, fast asleep. asleep. Yeah. 
So, Tommy... We can't even remember our own shit. <laughs> What's the name of that song? Okay, so to you guys, we only have a couple of albums, but if you knew the reality of how many songs we actually uh, have... If you went through my computer... Ugh. So, Fast Asleep... Six. Fast Asleep was... Uh, <laughs> many different mixes of things, but yeah. Seriously. Tommy had just left the band. Great guy. We love you, Tommy. Um, Tommy Molliner. If yeah. you're out there, brother, peace. We For do. Real. We love you, dude. Tommy Gunn. So he left, um, and we were sitting there, no bass player, uh, no guitar player, just me and Keith. And I, I laid back on the couch, and I just had this thing come in my head. Kind of, you know, what Keith described, where you just, you're just opening yourself up. and it's I, channel. I said, dude, channel. Hand, hand me a notepad, because I got something going on. And I, I wrote this thing down, and it wasn't even intended to be a song. It was literally me venting about what was going on. And yeah. I left it on the table. Came back a couple weeks later, and he's like, hey, man, listen to this. I was like, but it's a song now. I was, okay. like, <laughs> I was like, you turned my poem into a song? And he's like, yeah. yeah. And uh, I like doing that because you know, I like responding to words that I didn't write sometimes. But see, that's, yeah. that is sh- shades of where we went. We found out yeah. a lot about ourselves, and I feel like that maturity thing that, that I talked about, that's what happened. That whole situation kind of pushed mm-hmm. us in a direction. You know, then we got Jeremy. Brian came back to the fold, made the family, and concrete started hardening. The reborn, still here, you know? hardened, and yeah. And now that's the model. We, if we have a song we want to do, and it, and trust me, when you guys hear over it, you're gonna be like, "Hmm, this is refreshing." Yeah, it's not what I thought they were gonna do. <laughs> I have some more of that, please. I, I, I rev- like honestly, <laughs> I took a model from somebody, uh, Devin Townsend, the, you know, mm-hmm. badass artist from Canada. Anyway. I thought he was from England or Europe. No, he's, or... Can- he's Canada all day. He's bad to the bone. He he did this thing. Like, he was touring doing all the, the heavy, you know, his music. It's kind of schizophrenic metal yeah. and all over the place. So he's like, man, hmm. I just want to do an album that's like chill. And that's what the, this next thing is. It's, and I really, this is important to me to explain because I don't want to put it out and everybody's like, oh, there's going to be all this... This uh, this album you guys is about, sold out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This album is about chill and kind of like, hey, here's the the acoustic side of this band. You know what I mean? And without it, all the distortion and way. bright lights. I also think that you know, with that chill that chill vibe, the content is very like self exploration. You know, there's there's yes. the, the songs and the content that's on there is going to kind of make you think about life, which is sometimes you, you just got to do that. It can't just be rock and roll and. Well, that's yeah. The the facade of things, you know. I'm I'm dude. I'm 44 years old. I'm over that shit. And that's what that song, you know, kind of is. I'm just I'm done with the bullshit. I'm done with it. I'm not gonna, you know. We all have egos. We're trying to please. We try to shut it off. But it's still, it. you know what I mean. Still Unless there. Unless you the ego kill. <laughs> not to say I don't still try to, you know, tickle my own nuts, if you will. I'll take a look. Who doesn't? Fine. Especially as a musician, yeah. we're the worst. We're the worst. Yeah, because we're very. What's that word? Egotistical. That, but it proud. goes to another okay. level. Narcissistic. Yes. That's, that's the one I'm trying to. Clinically, yeah. Yes. yeah. Look, I, I know, yeah, I agree with you. I have to kill mine daily. When I was young, yeah. I was cocky. Well, that's what I mean. The older I get, the less I, I kind of feel it taking the back seat instead of the driver. It's not up there steering. So much as it's back there. Yeah. Going, okay. Time's caught up with us, you know. A few years. Yeah. You know. Draw back. Just 
Start over. Put it back in the closet. Chop it down like an annual bush. It'll regrow. Same plant. Just yeah. It, it, you're flowers. actually, that's pretty much true. That's how it works. you got to level it off, if I, you will. I think this album for us is a, is a sign of maturity, and it's definitely an ego kill. Yeah. There's, I mean, some of the, you're going to hear some stuff that's real simple on there, but Try to play the it. meaning. Yeah. It's not totally, <laughs> but it's it's intended. It's like drawn back, and it's just like good, chill, feel it yeah. out, kind of vibe on it. And we we didn't set out to make you know, you know Metropolis by Dream Theater or nothing. It's, it's that's yeah exactly. It's, it's not about that. Meant to be a raw, basic, Tom Petty type of thing, right? I guess you know. To me, when I listen to Tom Petty. And, you know, even though I don't like 311 and Brian is in love with 311. Shoutouts to Brian. Brian. That Brian. Tom Petty is the is the 311 to me as, as it is. Thomas know, Earl Petty. 311 is to him. It, to me, I don't listen to his music and go, well, what's he doing? I'm, try, I'm not trying to figure shit out. It's you not know? about that. With it's Petty. about listening. It's just, it's a good damn song. Did right. you know you that know? he did the King of the Hill intro? I did not. I didn't, but I love that. That is that. That's great. Yeah, that's really cool. I, I mean, you know, I did not know that. You learn something new every day. But you, you think Tom Petty was rolling around being egotistical, like I'm Tom Petty? Like, no, I think he knew when to turn it on and off. That's your favorite Tom you know? Petty song. Favorite Tom Petty song. I'm gonna judge you hard. Are you? <laughs> Do I have to go first? I'll let Keith go first because he's kind of in that realm. What was that? Sorry, I was in favorite Tom <clears throat> Petty song. Oh, sh- really? Let <laughs> me pick a favorite. How can you pick a favorite? Okay, maybe favorite album? Uh, uh, my, if you're doing album, it's Damn the Torpedoes. I mean, okay. Sound City. Let me look. Fat Drums. Shit, my phone's up there doing the thing. <laughs> hey, look up uh, 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 Mary Jane's Last... Well, that's my, probably my favorite song is Mary Jane's Last It's Day. a great song. And was but kind of different for him. It was. That was like this. He's getting dark. Yeah, you know what I mean. It was like, it had a little dark meaning to it, or, or was you a, know, vibe to it. Actually, southern accents in the sunshades. I know that's a live version here. You know what I love is that he's from Florida and that in Gainesville, right, right down the road by hour you mean and a half. The motherland. <laughs> Go Gators. Gators. Can we still do this? I don't yes, know. you you can still do that, uh, okay. but you can't do the chant. <clears throat> That's still allowed. You're 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 allowed to act like an alligator. You just can't talk about being an alligator. I'm actually, How do they like like when they check an alligator to see if it's a male? Do they really stick their finger in their butt? <laughs> it's, the cloaca. it's the cloaca. Shout outs to Steve Irwin. Rest in peace, homie. Craggy. Um, yeah, they check the cloaca, which is where the the reproductive organs lie. Hmm. So it's true. So why hasn't anybody I think so, yeah. a band cloaca? I mean, do you want to do that? Alligator. Side project? Yes, cover band. <laughs> Alligator genitals? The cloacas. The, the I have to fact check myself. The cloaca night. That was just the thing that popped up in my head from when I was a kid watching uh, Crocodile. You're pretty good at that, Andy. though. But you've been known to bullshit, too, so I don't know. With the best of them. Yep. You caught me off a couple times, and I believed you. until you, I'm, glad that you're, <laughs> I'm glad you're honest enough to go, dude, I was just totally bullshitty right there. Because I'm gullible sometimes, man. A common cavity at the end of the digestive tract <laughs> for the release of both excretory and genital products. C L O A C A. 
Cloaca. Cloaca. So you I even knew how to uh, accent right. the A. Yeah. Dude, Steve Irwin, bro. Like, I grew up. He thank was like, you. He was kind of like my babysitter growing up. Yeah. Like here, watch Crocodile. It's better than Barney. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I didn't learn anything from that, but uh, obviously something people. stuck in here from Crocodile Hunter because I, I was, was able freaked to recall out that. by Barney. I had my, my kids were little and Barney came out. You know? I was kind of weirded think. out by the big guy, too. Hmm. You know? Listen. Hmm. They hmm. they only got worse. Yeah. Kid shows? Pff, Teletubbies? Boobahs? <laughs> like, them things is weird. <laughs> Tell us. They don't speak. I mean, what? What was them ones running around making fart noises all the time? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I believe. I believe you, but I don't know. Was it the Teletubbies? I don't know. It was one of them. My, if my daughters were here, they'd be able to tell you. They know. Man, Barney had a lot of lawsuits against him. See? Holy moly. I thought, just instinctively, I don't care. This is uncut, right? When I saw Barney, I automatically thought of Michael Jackson. Don't know why. I wonder if Michael Jackson actually played Barney. Nobody can actually prove that they were in the same place at the same time. I'm pretty sure you can look up who played Barney. Uh, it yeah, says it wasn't Michael Jackson. But the dude no, could move. It was, it, it, says, was uh, yeah. it was something else, man. I don't know. My brain works weird. For a guy in a foam rubber suit, he was getting it. You watch some of them dance, it was, dance sequences. Like, yeah, you're right, because do that without that on. I couldn't. Lee Bernstein. Put that on. There you go. Kind of like Epstein. I don't think oh. you, I don't think you control. Can we jump into that real quick? His wife did not no. commit suicide <laughs> yet. He's calling it. Did she? Okay, yeah, it's gonna happen. What she did? I don't know. It's gonna. He's he's calling the shot. Oh, he's, he's you're, putting you're money. Trying to predict something? Hillary. He's Hillary. <laughs> no, I was trying to be serious, man. Okay, I'm being serious. Here. He's going to Vegas with it. No, about. The Epstein and the ring that he was involved in. Okay, Absolutely. not so much him. Let's back up and get historic about it. Kind of. You know, yeah. back in the Manson days, there was a thing going on. There was something happening, man. Yeah. There was. And shout out to uh, the book Chaos, because that's kind of got a lot of that in it. What I'm getting at is the rings were, I think, connected. Gotcha. Like it was back then, but it's the same force pushing forward, and Epstein was in that same whatever the hell that is. Nobody knows exactly what was going on there, but there there is definitely some connections that are on a certain level of privilege that most common people don't have access to. No, you know, you don't do all these things and get let go. No, no. So yeah, that's uh, that story is kind of unfolding in real time. It looks like. Yeah. yeah. His wife just got arrested yesterday. I don't know if it was his wife. Um, from what I was seeing, it was his like close friend or partner. His wife. It was his wife. Yeah, she's an heiress herself. When, uh, her her well, parents were some big... She had to have known what was happening. She was in, grooming the 17-year-old females. Like, she and Epstein both were sleeping with these children. Oh, man. Yeah, she's the going... The plot thickens. No good. <laughs> right? Wow. Where does it end, fellas? Uh, I don't know. I think that hole's deep. I think this is years worth of stuff that's gonna gonna escalate. I don't think it's something that's gonna come out next week and be like, by the way, you know, let's rip the rubber mask off the Scooby Doo villain and it's over. Yeah, no, I think this is right. gonna be layers. You're right, because look at I think the evolution of society. You know, cover up for uh, this whole pedophilia ring. I mean, I'll go off on the deep end. <laughs> There's no, it's real, dude. I think it is. I mean, 
There's some shady shit going on in, in this world. I'm on the fence about that, man. I've, I've seen, you know, I people get it. I mean, we know people not too far removed from our circles. That, within that within our so, circle. Yeah. yeah. And they said it's it's terrible. It sucks having it. it didn't, thankfully, I don't think it killed anybody. That was, you know. Not within the circle. Right. You know. um, but it has killed people. So that, you know, stuff like that, it's hard to say. It's hard to say. There's a lot going on right now, and, and I mean, who would be better to put on a, a giant cover-up than some kind of shadow government, new world kind of thing? But, Made up um, in a lab where the monkeys broke out with the virus viral vial in their hand. And stuff's crazy, dude. And it's just it's just really hard to. They actually put that news firmly story put that out. out. Yeah. But at the end of the day, there is something way deeper. Yeah, you need to think about it. If this is the information that's being released, where somebody's been arrested, that means they have like ten folders worth of shit that led to that arrest. Well, what Keith and I were discussing yesterday, it's kind of odd how these cases now are so quick to have all the information. Mm -hmm. Like it used to take days and weeks to put together the story. Well, before you report what's going on, you're like, well, that should happen. Let's sort it out and then say what we know. But right. it's like they know very quickly Immediately. what's going on. Well, that's, well, a, that's just a sign of hmm. where we're at technologically, too. Hopefully that's It's easy it for information to get... Or is it like a script? You know what I mean? Kapoom. Here, say this, do that. I think it's a mixture of there's a lot of... There's a lot of detective work and back work that goes into these things. And then now once something drops... That one person can send it to ten people. They can send it to ten people, and I mean, but I get that. Yeah, within it's seconds of an earthquake happening in, in, in across the ocean, within ten seconds or less, we can know about oh, that earthquake yeah. happening. So I think information share has allowed a lot of this stuff to to just move a lot quicker. I think. I guess I'm I'm more pointing at narratives, not not that it's well, because the especially this virus, because it keeps shifting and changing what. What is what it is, you know what I mean? Or what you should be fearing, what you should be doing, what you, you're not to do. Wear a mask, don't wear a mask. I it, think that's it lives shocked, on things, shocked up to mismanagement. And you know, honestly, yeah, I think that's shocked up to just completely being mismanaged, not knowing the facts, and trying to do what's right for people, but then maybe it wasn't the best idea. So I, I'm very much a fact based person. I got to see it. There is no really hard facts on this thing because like you said it keeps changing so it's yeah it's hard for me to put a label on it especially when it gets politicized I mean, what if it never goes away what if they can never contain it and it just is a big petri dish and it just keeps getting bigger well, I mean, and bigger and h1n1 was that way it was like yeah. boom it's here and now it's it's here well this is what sucks we don't know nope that's what we're sucks. not in the room that's what sucks. <laughs> we're not in the rooms that people know what's going on no they don't you know, we don't talk to them. They're not in our room right now. So no, and never will be. Can y'all please come in? I mean, okay. They said no. By the way, anybody, <laughs> anybody from anything that has a, a concrete so, uh, freaking answer. What's your favorite band, you guys, at the moment? I'm really liking Highly Suspect. I'm just digging. Well, I I, sw- I, I tripped them. over them about four years ago, and yeah, they great I, band, great band. But, I'm late to the um, party, but my goodness. I'm weird. I'm gonna do. I'm doing the backwards thing. Like I'm not looking for new bands per se. I'm I'm more going backwards in Just the '90s. I'm in the '90s right now. I found. Well, I knew of Hum, 
but that's the band I'm on right now. New album. They just put a new album out like a couple days ago, and that's what sparked another interest. Plus, Rob, sound guys, Jack Jackrabbits turned me on to him actually, because he would run music, you know, when you're between sets, and I was like, dude, who the fuck is that? that's some that's some good shit. They're and, from uh, Champaign, Illinois. Turned me on to Champaign, Illinois. Also, the home office of yeah, Jimmy Illinois. Johns. Jimmy Johns, <laughs> world's fastest subs. That is true. Yeah, they're I mean, not lying about that. They're not. pretty freaking weird. So that's, I guess, I'm, I'm, I'm hooked on hum right now. Yeah, it says they're best known for their 1995 radio hit "Stars." After initially disbanding, you know what it is. Song. We were gonna. Act, I think we had that on our cover list when we absolutely made a cover list for the thirtieth time and never made a cover band happen. It's gonna happen. <laughs> Whatever happened. To it's, we're just listen. We we tried to do cover bands. We tried to work with another artist in town to do a cover band. Bottom line is between life. And what Bleeding Stereo is doing, it's hard to squeeze something like that in. Because this is not what we do for a living. This is 100% you know, out of love. It's just like you trying to mow the yard at the end of the day. That's what <laughs> We're trying to squeeze this in at the end of the day. But, gotta, we, but we will not stop doing surprise covers <clears throat> for you guys at shows. Especially once we get a new studio. Right now we're at Hit the Lights Productions doing the podcast. Amazing place. And Rob is doing a tremendous job here. Yes, wherever so, you no, are, Rob. He's doing whatever right. we need. I mean... He's doing okay. I'm are, are you still pissed he didn't have your M&M's? <laughs> yeah, and he's making me go outside on break time. So, Rob, if you can hear this. Me, Pee on me, the trees. We got problems, bro. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, but, yeah so once we get our own studio set back up, we, we will have more uh, time. We'll, it'll be, everything will be set up and easier for us to do that. So speaking of hum, have you heard the Evergreen Terrace cover of Stars? No. Maybe so I did. Good. Maybe I did. So That's good. another person I can't we say. Can't Off the um, Writer's Block album, they did a, a whole cover album, and they did they did a home song, hmm. and it's it's amazing. You can play a little clip, just not a lot. Let's see. Hum, let's hear stars. So if we started with me, I'm on hum. Let's get ahead of the game. What's yours? I am... The Medipack. The Unbelievable. Of course, you have to have ads. So... I'm hung up on two bands right now. Oh, let, I know let's the let one. Hum, let's let Home play real quick. This is the Evergreen Terrace version? This is actually the Home version of Stars. Okay, just do a little bit of it, and then we do the Evergreen version. Do the Evergreen version. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> okay, enough. I don't know when YouTube does their thing, but, you know. Oh, yeah, gotta look out for all that. Copyright yes. stuff. Yes. So let's play a little bit of Ever- Evergreen's version. So what's your band? Um, the first one is Spirit Box. Oh, okay, yes. I'm, I remember you talking about that. And it, they are, oh my God. It's it's a mix of everything that I've loved. There's the Evergreen Terrace. A lot more bottom end in that oh, guitar. I like the tone of the guitar. That's much, what I was saying. The guitar is like more present. Of course, they were in the, that was the 90s, man. You know, give them a break. 30 years ago. 20-something. She thinks she missed the train to Mars. It's so probably all we can do. But I'm telling oh, you, yeah, I w- yeah, when I'll we get done after this, we need to take a listen. Because they, they took it a great song and just took it to a new level. You know what you could do? Opinion. Just like skip through. You know what I mean? Instead of going a whole song. Just skip into that middle where it's like... 
bounce. The meat and potatoes. Yeah, get the meat. Smash it. The meat and potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they went there. They went they there. Went there. They did. When we get done, we'll listen to it. But uh, okay. So for me, it's number one is Spirit Box. Spirit Box. What's uh, one of your favorites by them? Um, I'm digging. The, they're, they're about to drop a new album. So like, um, I think Blessed Be. Mm-hmm. Music video for you. It's uh, that's that's one of the newer songs I'm listening to. It's oh my god. It's a little. It's a mix of everything that I, I've loved since you know I, I was in the hardcore scene. Progressive, hardcore, post-hardcore metal. Little chanty. Yeah. And then one hell of a vocalist. Very cool video. She's in a bathtub, like. Okay, I was gonna say, is that is that a female? Yes. Yeah, she's blood. And uh, screams as good as sings. I mean, it's it's. I like that. The other band that I'm I'm digging right now. I'm telling you, there's not. I don't put one of those. They're both like, I'm doing a spirit box song and then I'm doing a sleep token song. There you go. Back oh, and forth. Yes. What was that one song that we were listening to? The offering. Dude, yes, they, they the offering. S- they swing quite a bit in in the genres. They as, are from as they play electronica, R and B, all the way. So it sounds like modern pop right there. Right. You know I mean? And live. These guys are running three backup singers. Skip up and it's for me. So there's the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. So there so, you have it. Yeah, so live. token. So live, those guys are running three backup singers, a uh, drummer who's playing samples off a sample pad so that they're not running tracks. Guitar, bass, and a, a vocalist that's just, I mean, he's, it's so unique. His voice is unique, and it's its kind of haunting. You could just sit there and kind of vibe out to it. Reminds me of somebody who listened to the Deftones growing up and took, like, all these influences and yeah. kind of mixed it with took that. Took it to the next level. Here's what I'm kind of stuck on right now. Because you can you kind of pick up a little bit of uh, like some of those side projects that Deftones did out of that. Oh yeah, like crosses, crosses and stuff. Is. Good stuff. Yes. Oh, you got some highly suspect here. Yeah. That's real good stuff. It's heavy, groove, groove, melody, good words, the words are good. If Brian were here, he would probably say that he's listening to Seven Dust's new cover of The Day I Tried to Live. Yes. I bet he's listening to 311. Or 311. I want to bring something up. We love you, Brian. Love you, Brian. I don't know if I can do this, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to try to pull up. Hey, we have a cover too of Soundgarden. <laughs> That's oh, what I'm trying to say. And we did it a long time ago. Just uh, they beat us to the punch. We right? did it right at, his, at uh, Cornell's passing. We tried to figure out a song that was off the cuff that you know most people aren't covering. Yeah, we absolutely love Cornell and his creative 
I mean, who doesn't love Chris Cornell? Yeah, we can play this. I'm not sure if that's actually coming through. Oh, it's coming. We're hearing it, but I don't think they're going to hear it. I'd have to do it a different way. You bastards. You put that in post. (laughs) Yes. We will have, that's going to be on this new album too. We're doing a cover of Blow Up the Outside World Soundgarden. Some of you have heard us play it live. I got a strong connection to the Cornell fella. <laughs> yes. I love all this stuff. And uh, Chester too, man. Yeah, Keith Chester can just, just as well. Really go there. If you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. You just you fall in sometimes. You, you fall into footprints that aren't yours, but you you kind of it fits pretty well. I know? like to think of it like Lion King. When these guys die, it just becomes <laughs> yeah. part of the, yeah. the landscape yes. of stars, and you can kind of draw off. Of yeah, them. it's true. I think it's true. So I what do. about uh, Mike Tyson, 54 years old? Have seen that new video? He ain't a human being anymore. That dude is a manimal. That punching yeah. bag. You want, to, <laughs> you want to know, the bigger question is, what made his ego come back out? I think he, he got heard, tired of hearing people challenge him. He's like, I'm still here, guys. Yeah, don't you think that I'm not, But what led it, like, in his own psyche, let him I think flip it's it back di- on? I think it's different this time. And it, for the same reason well, that we did what we did. I, I think, think he it was Holyfield, his kids man. Out to be a champion. You think it's Holyfield? I think him and Holyfield made amends on their, in the, on their podcast. Yeah, on their podcast. And it kind of made him go, I think, dude, because he didn't mean to do it. You I, know see, I, mean? I, I think I want a piece was, of that other ear I didn't get. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe yeah. that's it, too. Someone's a dark meat instead. But I really think it, it, it had something to do with there was some closure in their conversation, enough to met, let Tyson let go of some bitterness he had against himself. He's changed you know a lot as an individual. He's it's no different longer, this time. You know, Ice Mike, that just... Yeah. He's, he's a person with a soul now. Have you guys yeah. listened to his podcast? Well, you know. Not a killer. No, know. I haven't actually. I've yeah, listened you know. to a few of them. And he, very good. He's very, yeah. Uh, I'd love to have him on one day. I mean, that's a dream. but Definitely a dream. We'll see. I'd like to go to his ranch. Yes. I'd love to go to the Mike Tyson <laughs> ranch and hang out Tyson for a little while. Tyson, I'm not talking about this, chicken. We're talking Here. about your farm. A and, resort. Uh, love this yeah. kind of farm. <laughs> Look it up. Tyson Ranch. Yes. I think that if he does, even on a charity level, get to a match, that my money's on Tyson. He would be. He's he, driven. He thinks to see it now. Mayweather thinks he's the highest paid pay per view artist ever. Yeah. You let Mike Tyson put on one event. We'll see what happens. Done. Even if it's charity, it's not. There's no belt. There's no. No. Uh, you know what I mean? This is all about just helping people. I'm still alive. Out of your system. Yeah. yeah. You know? Wow. This is Mike Tyson's own stream. <laughs> Dude, he's like the modern day Jack Harrer. <laughs> you know yes. He's going to be a folk hero someday. Yeah. He's Iron new, Mike. He's the new Jack Harrer. I tell you what, though, like, seriously, watching those training videos and seeing, like, how he's attacking the bags. Bags and pads. And pa- yeah. Yeah, he was beating up his sparring partner the other Dude, day. Dude, the pads. He was like, get off of yeah, my Yeah, head. Dude, I'm, yeah. He is getting really in on so man. much. Yeah. He's he's got that that old man strength, <laughs> kind of like Chuck Liddell, like the, the old... dude that was on the bus and the kid kept messing with him, the old Vietnam. Dude. Oh yeah, he's old man I'm strength. Get you you go gonna learn today, boy. There's that old man strength that you can't you can't yeah. learn. It's just there yeah. from hard living. And yep, Mike Tyson's gonna rip somebody's head off when he gets in the ring, and I hope we get to see it. I would That'd love awesome. to see him knock somebody's head back one last time. Uh, speaking of, uh, we're in boxing, MMA, all this like no crowd weirdness. WWE, let's throw that in there too because I, I watch 
a ton of that. I like I like watching the fights NWO. without you know for life. Wolfpack. You know I like watching the fights MMA. I'm speaking of without yeah. the crowd, but the the announcer part is the weird part. You know what yeah. I mean? Because generally he's there. To, he's the hype man. Joe Rogan. But there's nobody there to hype. You know what I mean? The, you know what you can hear though is thud. is the thuds. Oh yeah, the, the real. You know what I mean? You don't hear people screaming like when somebody gets hit in their you face. Hear that, dude? Yeah. I don't know who out there watched the the uh, Dustin Poirier in uh, who did he fight? Hooker, Dan Hooker, dude. That was a good fight. And like you're saying, because there was no audience noise, it was just, you could hear every clack and holy holy crap. crap! It says that Tyson strain is forty three percent. Yeah. Holy moly. Dude, he, he's got... I'm telling you. If it's named after Mike Tyson, it's not going to be weak. Yeah, he, he never <laughs> punches easy at all. No matter what he does, it's going to be a smash. That's awesome. Yeah. No, I bet, yeah, watching uh, watching stuff without the crowd, it's been an adjustment. I think WWE's done a good job. The only part I don't like about that is, as a wrestler, part of their thing is to, like, hype the crowd, jump up on the ropes, and That's do their thing. That's what I'm saying, but there's nobody and there. there's nobody there. You're hype man. It's kind of what I was doing the other day at OPAV, or at Orlando. I was, like, walking up to them. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, <laughs> let's, let's yeah. talk yeah. about that. We've had a taste of it. So, yeah. from our perspective, how did you guys feel about playing the concert with no crowd? I, have I was to tell jamming you. with the cameraman. I see well, jamming, there were so. a few people, you know, filming us that were socially distanced. Kind of, you know, obviously they yes. were whatever. But you know, they were there and they were kind of reacting to us playing, so that was cool. But if oh. without the screen, they did have a screen there that had the feed from Facebook there that people were liking, commenting, saying things, you know. So without that, it would have been really weird. You know what I mean? Like, what am I doing up here? We're just, okay, it's just, we're just filming this thing, you know. But, you know. I'm kind of your hype man, live. Like, in songs, yeah. I, I punch yeah. it. And Let's for, go. And for me, like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, clap your hands right there from your couch. Like, let's. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't even know what to say here. So I'm just going to, like, I'm going to go into somebody's living room and, and get them hyped up where they're but, at. You know, but that's weird. The, that's the difference, I guess, between, like, a sporting thing. And you know, playing music, your entertainment. You know, you're, you're you're supposed to be entertaining a crowd. Yeah. Not just by do. You know, I mean, fighters like focus is on each other. Face. Yeah. You are my right. enemy or whatever. You're my adversary. I'm trying to get you to engage with what so, I'm doing. Favorite wrestler. But fighting's different. Me. <laughs> Can I split it uh, in brands? WCW. It's going to be Sting. Sting. Are we going? I, I love Sting. Are we going past or or like are you, present? Yeah, or, I mean, we can time travel. Current or just overall? All time. All time. All time. WCW. Okay. Sting. Absolutely. Um, Sting. Okay. Goldberg's right up underneath there. Maybe. I like Goldberg. I, I'm second for me in WCW is going to be Diamond Dallas Page. Ultimate Warrior. That's a good one. That's, yeah. that's WWE. Very good. Well, actually, he was on both. He reminded me of Mel Gibson. <laughs> a little bit lethal weapon here yeah <laughs> you get I it. mean Cactus exactly. Jack and all the roles he played does I mean Mankind and still currently in the business doing on screen stuff behind the screen stuff probably my favorite character one of my favorite matches of all time Undertaker and Mankind Hell in a Cell when he threw him off the top of the cell Tough through the an- announce tables and, oh wait I reject yeah. 
Okay, let's go with current wrestlers. My favorite. Okay. Jeff Hardy. Yeah, still a beast. Yep. Dude, he, he is the most acrobatic dude, besides Rey Mysterio. Who just retired. Current Mysterio wrestler for me is probably crazy. Big Show. He's still not, doing it. He's not too active, but he... Uh, he, sh- he makes appearances? Yeah, he's kind of doing... You know, Can some of the older guys are, you know... Stone Cold Steve Austin. I'm feeling the Go. old guy thing. Trust me. Go. The Texas Rattlesnake. The old guy thing. On, on the WWE side, and he was on both too, uh, the immortal Hulk Hogan. I just, for some reason, man, Hogan was the dude. You know, and what? I liked it better when yeah, he was brother. there. I was actually going to say that. Yeah, brother. But I, I defected because... <laughs> I don't know why I did. Here's why. I, I, I just totally did my, my Hogan man wrong there. Here's why. It, you're right. He is There's so many greats. He was, he was one of the best superhero good guy wrestlers of you're all right. time. He was like the Batman and he was of one wrestling. Of, he was one of you the know? best bad guys. Yeah, he was when dark, he was, but he, could, he was a good guy, Batman, too. Who would win in a fist fight? Me and you already had this discussion. Between <laughs> you guys? Like, well, that oh. <laughs> The, we would just be wrecking shit like Dragon Ball Z. It would be like the we would just go to sleep. Two bowls in yes. China shop. Same time tomorrow. Okay, yeah. I'll see you. Uh, Superman or Batman? Who would win and why? I already know this answer, but I'm gonna let you answer first. I think if Batman had some kryptonite, game over. Uh, but okay. so you're talking fist fight? For God's sake! I mean, full Superman has to win that. Full disclosure, has to. I am a comic book nerd. Yes. Y'all know I collect the books, and I'm weird, and yeah. I don't care. And he Batman has a wall- wallet with Superman. Yeah, I mean, does, what does what Superman's belt do other than hold his underwear up? And his socks, maybe. He don't need anything else. I mean, he, Dude, all he can is do is fly and carry this shiny gem in his pocket. All right, let's take it, let's take it to Batman versus Superman, not the movie. Talk about the comic book when when they they did face each other. There was no kryptonite involved, really. Batman built a suit and exploited Superman on a combat level because Batman is a superior combatant. He's yes, been trained. That's true. Superman has no training. He's just like I, I'm. Just, just, I'm strong as hell. He just turns into this to, guy. You would have to weaken guy. him enough for him to feel it, right? No. I mean, how do you beat him up if he's he just was, like, Dirk, I don't feel uh, shit, I'm strong as hell. Batman was beating the brakes off of him. And then there was a moment when Superman did gain advantage and, and he did have to use Kryptonite. But let's go Great Equalizer. Okay? Batman, no suit, was Bruce Wayne. No Regular, straight up. No sure. Batmobile. Yeah. Jim Shorts and a tank top. Okay? Superman, no powers. Jim Shorts and a tank top. You put Clark Kent... And Bruce Wayne in a ring, no powers, no Bruce gadgets. Bruce is going to oh. whip that ass. Yeah. All day. Okay. That question, it would be Batman all day. Well, okay. T- take that same concept. Superman gets his power back. Bruce Wayne built a suit that could equal those powers. Comparable. Comparable. To that. The combat right. level and the intelligence wins. Don't, only, <laughs> I don't know why we're talking about it. Okay. Not only that, let's take it a step further. Batman has a contingency plan to take down every single member of the Justice League, and he did it. Because he had to. Batman's the goat. I'm sorry. I'm with you. He's kind of like the Tony Stark. He's smarter than you know everybody. I mean? He would no. beat the shit out of Iron Man yeah, too. Yeah, but how do you kill the Hulk? Yeah. 
You don't. You don't. You There's don't the fuck like, with the Hulk. To me, Hulk and Superman are, are kind of similar because they got this genetic thing, right? Well, no, see. The more you hurt the Hulk, the stronger he gets. Yeah. He, Infinitely. Like, like, see, Superman just turns into another man. Hulk turns into this monster that he just, I don't know, he just rips his shorts, he's bad. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's part of his, he, the more you hurt him, the more indestructible and angrier he gets, the more powerful he gets. The Hulk's a stalemate, man. You just have to hope to calm him down or get him away from you. Cold showers for the Hulk. Boom. Maybe some of that Mike Tyson stuff. Yeah, that that's what it, they, they got. Green, so, what Hulk? Who would win in a modern day fight? Chuck Liddell versus Mike Tyson. Ooh. So it could be the next McGregor. Oh wait, how old is Tyson? Floyd. How old is Tyson? Are we talking prime? Tyson's fifty four years old. No, you talk. I mean, present day. Right like, now, we're in the prime. Ring. Right now. Right, right now, right we now, need the age. Mike Tyson. We need the age of each. I don't care. Tyson's fifty-four. I don't care what you say. Chuck Liddell's broken down. That's why he retired. Yeah, but I got to. Okay. I mean, there's some. I don't know. He can't move like Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson would clean that club. I haven't you're seen right. the videos. You know why you're right? Because Tyson didn't do MMA. Hmm. He didn't get kicked in the ribs and all. You know, like his legs He's, get knocked out and all this kind he of was, shit. Tyson, in one of the things on the podcast, he was talking about how McGregor is probably one of the baddest guys on the planet. Because, because it, yes, he went, had no boxing. We watched that. He went 10 rounds with one of the baddest dudes in the world. We watched yep. that. It was impressive. So yeah. in order to go 10 rounds, he says, if anybody goes around 10 rounds with me, they're a bad motherfucker. Yeah. Liddell's broken. True. His body was falling apart. That's why he retired. How, how so. old is he? Uh, Liddell... Uh, let's see. 40, 50, maybe 50? 40 something? I would say his 40s. He's older than that, man. You sure? Oh, yeah. Come on. Chuck Liddell's got to be in his 50s. What happened? Internet go out on you. Uh, it's stuck on YouTube. So I'm on third. Go this I'm going to fact check him. Got a third party coming in. Chuck Liddell. Who's, who's, who's going to win? I'm already up. He is 50. 50 years old. All the nose. December 17th. Well, there you have it. it has, so, 50... Yeah, how old is Tyson again? 55? 54. 54. Four years apart. But, see, not Chuck's a, Yeah, Tyson two. would just mop him. 6'2". Liddell's got them heavy hands, and Tyson's only 5'10". He can't move, though. Liddell can't move like that no more. You're right. I agree. What it, about Anderson Silva? No, 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 no. no. Let's, no, two. let's stay Tyson. there. Oh, no, Tyson... Mop him up. Yeah, I mean, he's the got the weight, best. He's got the best. That weight movement. class thing, man. Let's let's stay on Liddell and, and Tyson for a second. All right. We did present. Yeah. That's all prime. That's a whole other beast. That's a whole other beast. Now, no gloves, just straight MMA. Now, say no boxing, no no safety net there. Liddell's a brawler, though. Yeah. He had a little bit of ground game, but Liddell's thing was about coming in and either kicking you in the head or he knocking you out. He was a haymaker. That's all he was. He right. Was, yeah, he was, he was looking for knockouts. Unfortunately, Mike Tyson would do the same thing to you. So if you come in and you don't connect on that shot and you're not prepared to move, Mike Tyson eats you alive. Well, he knows how to eat shots. And then you got to be able to eat shots. You're going to eat shots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm good. You want another skull shot? I'll take a shot. I am good. All right, another shot brought to you by the Crystal Head Vodka. Even though, wish you were a sponsor, sponsor, even though you're not a sponsor, but maybe someday a sponsor. 
Thanks, Dan Aykroyd, for Ghostbusters, and this will act to Yes. Dan Aykroyd, speaking of that guy, well, actually, you know, it's Bill Murray. Yeah, you, you want to know, let's get, this skull is the center of everything we're going to talk about, because we went from that to other shit, but now we're going to go from this, Dan Aykroyd, to UFOs, because he's a, he believes in you, like, there's, he's in all the league, occult. bro. He's in that league where they're collecting all I the I think he has barbecues with UFO people, like... How can you be? We're going to Google some damn. Have you seen a UFO? I'm not going to answer that question. Why? Because butt stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't say what they. Did you get abducted? I mean, did you see the aircraft? You've seen where I live, and you can see everything in the sky at night. I've seen some pretty weird shit. I don't know if it was UFO, but I don't know if it was a plane either. Well, I have saw something. Okay. Unidentified. Can't explain exactly. Says Dan was. Aykroyd has seen four fucking UFOs. So he's a pro. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you. I Yeah. Dude's into it deep. That's why he wears sunglasses everywhere. That you think he's, he's one of them. That he's a blues brother. He's cooler than the other side of the pillow, bro. Uh-oh, it says right here, this is Dan Aykroyd's actual UFO. Look, come <laughs> on. He's not a deep, deep web. He's either. rich enough to own one, probably. He could build a model of, you know, Hollywood version. You know who's even more connected? Uh-oh, what was that? A UFO. UFO. Oh, that's the sound of a UFO. <laughs> you know who's even more connected on the UFO side? No. Mr. Blink-182. Oh, yeah. It's Tom. The, uh, Mike? Or is it Tom? It's it's Tom DeLong. Tom, yeah, 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 yeah. Mark Hoppus is still playing in Blink. Tom's not. Okay, he so... He is one of the leading... We're in the 21st century right now, right? They just—they found a guy that, uh, this is an investor company, and they found a dummy is all that is. I got this $30,000 piece of melted aluminum foil, and they sold it to him, and he bought it. And there's your conspiracy. Sounds like easy money. Yep. But what about all the UFOs he was talking about, like, a couple years back, and then all of a sudden the government just declassified that exact thing he was talking about? That's what I'm getting Well, I mean, YouTube. I've seen them We're in the 21st century now, right? So, There's a lot of shit that happened in the last century that we don't know about. Well, I mean, their history changes every hundred years. Hopefully they're they're letting, obviously, the Navy pilots that saw shit try to chase this thing down. They couldn't catch it. Couldn't catch it. Which, ladies and gentlemen, was off the coast of Jacksonville, Florida. I thought it was. I didn't know that. I thought it was over in California. But the, 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 what do they call it, the Tic Tac ones? Fact check. The Tic Tac ones, that's different. But what I'm getting at is that what I saw was what that guy described. You know, that it was like it did not obey the rules of gravity okay what this thing was was here and then it went into fucking i don't know some other galaxy in a streak of light yeah this is off the coast of jacksonville wow the more you know i will tell you basically there's so much shit going on in the world right now that the white house has just said that hey there's fucking aliens and we're so involved in face masks that we black, can't even, the men in black care. is real, bro. We don't even care. I mean... Come on, let's get there. The universe is too big and too expansive for us to be egotistical creatures to go, we're the only thing here. I've always thought there's that. Just there's just no way too, that there's not too something Too many out things going on way out in, in wherever land to think this didn't happen again. The recipe's I right? I just think it's... Yeah, I think it, it, there's more probability... 
that it did happen again. Here's something even deeper to think about. Who's to say that the recipe isn't being repeated? Because you look at Mars, and it's not too far off from what we used to be. Time is a weird thing. like tree farms, man. Yeah, because they started before us. Obviously, their technology's way ahead of us for them to even get to us. You know, eventually we're going to be that thing looking out at the at, at some other civilization. Well, let's let's keep it even more local. You know, let's keep it even more local, Keith. Who's to say that Earth wasn't closer to the sun at one point, and Mars was the inhabitable planet? I was just as we expand, that died, and, and you we moved became to the, the next one. What if hop 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 hippity hop hippity hop? It was Uranus that was inhabited. <laughs> yeah. What did those aliens That's do to you? It's going to take a while. Uh, you <laughs> got to get rid of all that gas before it's you can live on it. Crystal vodka. But seriously, though, they have found water on Mars. Oh, yeah. In ice caps. I mean, it's. If we're ever expanding. Where does it end? Who's to say that's not what. Ha- Nobody knows what's going on. No. We're floating on a rock. That's why we're sitting here talking. Spinning around another rock with a bunch of other rocks. Yep. And a giant. Subatomic ball of gas that could just blow up at any moment. We're one, one cow favorite, part from one, dying. One of my favorite lines from Carnival. Carnival, another good band. Carnival, Carnival. with a K, people. Yeah. Vool, like V-U. That is V-O-O-L. some of my absolute Vool. favorite. Heavy, Canadian, progressive rock. Yeah, give them so a taste. Amazing. Give them a taste of that. Yes. Uh, but one of the lines in the song is, how do we sleep? With a dying sun. Oh yeah, that's. It. I know exactly what you're talking about. What's what a line! That song, you remember? That is, uh, I think that's "We Are." We got our Google guy on it. I'll know once I hear the beginning of it. This Goliath is, you, is the YouTube guy. Personal. Let's see here. Hopefully, I got enough storage on my uh, phone. Still rocking. They do a lot of offbeat stuff, you know, weird time signature. Kill us so we don't get copyrighted. Get you a taste of that. Good stuff. Carnival. K A R N I V O O L. O O L. Carnival. Kind of like cool, but with a V. Vool. Yeah. You're a Vool. And all the bands that we mentioned on this podcast, go look at them and talk about it with us. Form your own opinion and then jump on the uh, Uncut and Stereo page and let's have a discussion about them. And we have no compensation from them. None. That is their music. They own the rights. We own zero rights. The zero rights. Played. Or, you know, we're not it's, getting money off. What we're getting at is, we're getting we like rich. these fans. I mean, we want you to know they exist. We're we, loaded. We, we want get, to promote them. Get paid so much money for playing these songs on YouTube every time. So go listen to them like 15,000 times. So we get 15,000 pennies. <laughs> so what you got left on there? Uh, I got a little bit of barbecue. What's uh, you believe in? We talked about UFOs and barbecue, and while on the UFO, what's your favorite local food? Local food. You know what? I don't no know. No chains, right? No big chains. I'm going to go okay. with my buddy. Uh, been been a family member. Of I his. have two. I know what you're going to say. And yep. Oh yeah. And if you're a member of the spiciness, uh, potato tie on King Street. Yes, Amazing. Sir. That is some good stuff. I have to admit. Russell, I love you, buddy. 
even if you don't like Thai food, he will make you a fan of Thai food. It's that damn good. Like it's it's amazing. So that I got, should be his new slogan. It's that damn good. It's that damn good. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a great thing, actually. I don't even want no money for it. Checks yeah. in the mail. Checks so in the mail. my next, I got two. Local, okay. local. Well, semi. Well, Bonos I love. Okay, but they're kind of a chain. I think so, they started here though. They did. They right did. there on beach. So, so the the one on beach is the best one in town. Yep, they have it the is. original pit. You just can't it's, make that. That's the OG. It is good. So that's like the if there's a chain local, that's the one. And then Blue Boys. Anybody ever Ooh. been to Blue Boys? Oh, meatloaf sandwiches, dude. That is. I don't know why I don't go there. They have sandwiches the size of this notepad. It they literally do. is that that big. Blue Boys. What's the name of Edgewood? What's the name of that? Ah, oh, frick! I can't remember the name. No, the it's right beside on. Blue Balls. <laughs> no, it's not. Now let's give them a shout out. Let me look at their address. Yeah, because that, that is Blue worth, Boys is very worth the get trip. The BLT. It's kind of off the beaten path, just a trickle. I mean, it's in town. In the city, but it's not like it is worth the trip. You know, it's a little off the beaten. Six five one four Norwood Avenue. Norwood, Norwood Avenue. Get Norwood. the meatloaf sandwich. I'm telling you, get the meatloaf sandwich. Dude, that's what I did with the first time I went. Meatloaf. It'll change your life. Good stuff. Hoagie very grinders. So okay. I just moved to Orange Park. Your turn. Navy beans. There's a lot of great Jacksonville food, but since I now live in Orange Park, I'm, I'm going to go with what I've had a chance to to have. There's a, a seafood restaurant called OP Fish House. I was skeptical because I grew up like Sam St. John Seafood and going to, you know, other local spots. I'm telling you what, that is the best seafood I've had oh. in Jacksonville or Orange Park. It was amazing. OP Seafood, huh? OP, o- OP. Orange Park? OP Fish House. Fish House. I wish, you know, I might go there. You know why? Because I don't like seafood. But I want to because, you know... We live right here by the ocean. I'm, I'm all about like, safe harbor. I'm not beach. into any of it. That's much. a good spot too. Right off the boat. I'm telling you, you're, you're in Orange Park. You're nowhere near the ocean. <laughs> it's kind of country out there. And I was like, let's just take a shot at it. I want some seafood, and you know, Captain D's is kind of it's you pay for what you get there. Exactly. Yeah. Sure. I'll have some extra crunchies in the I'm bottom. I'm telling you. <laughs> and I'm not knocking that because sometimes when you need it, and Captain D's is there, you go get your Captain D's. Well, you want real seafood. Like change your mind about your opinion on it. Try the fish house because I've tried oyster, I've tried uh, crab, I've tried. Uh, well, I actually do like calamari. That's actually That's good. pretty good. Uh, you know, tuna's tuna, whatever. But when it comes to the deep seafood, yeah, I just can't ever get to liking it, man. Like That's shrimp, I can't. I don't like shrimp. Those cockroaches really? no. of the sea. Have you ever ate the black stuff in them? <laughs> I mean, I eat both. I've heard not to. That's the poo. I'll, I'll eat heard the black stuff, that. but I'll also eat a Starburst that's been on the floor for two days with no wrapper. So. That's right. And that would explain some of the things about Jeremy. <laughs> Tune in later for more. Now, when it comes to food, and we're on the road, what's y'all's favorite spot to hit? Motherfucking well, sheets. We all know it. <laughs> well, if we're north, we're if we're north, you get one. If we're Pittsburgh... Yeah. Sheets. Well, uh, North Carolina, I think they've Northern North into Carolina. There. Yeah, but I like here, that one place, Waffle House. Waffle House. Mm. <clears throat> Scattered. What do I usually get? It's like the everything. Most Southern smothered. It's a murder. Southern. I'll have the murder hash browns. <laughs> what he does is he says anything that you've scraped into that tray off that skillet, just go ahead and dump that on top of my yeah, hash browns. Everything you cleaned off the paper plates in the last hour, just put it on my hash browns, and he will destroy it. <laughs> I will fuck it up. I'll be in the toilet the next morning. <laughs> Gone. That's bad. Speaking of, 
<laughs> That's a great story. Yes, one time at band camp. In Pittsburgh. Ooh, we won't go there unless you want to go there. Oh, we can go there. There was a Chipotle's involved in the, the most, story. Yeah, the most basic of the white girl Mexican food chains. Yeah. I mean, anybody can stomach this 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 Mexican food. Even it's not heavy. Should. Should. Jeremy. Yeah. We're in there and we're ordering our food and we're like, yeah, I'll take the one sauce. He's like, I want uh, some of that sauce some of that sauce. And I'm like, dude, don't cross the streams. <laughs> but he did. I did. Um, I did. And we're setting up to practice at Keith's Warehouse. And all of a sudden I had to fart. I'm, yeah. up, I'm up at the front. It went a lot further. I'm up at the front with this guy in the office. And we're, I'm tuning We're up. over there eating, like, literally, how about 100, 100 or like 20 feet field. away. Yeah. And this dude, you tell it. You were in the room Whoa, when you did I kind of did a blue 42 set height <laughs> thing, and I came out the bathroom, and everybody was standing there looking at me like I'd done well, something really I'm, bad. I want to tell you what, what happened on our side. I'm sitting there tuning my yeah. snare drum. We're having a nice conversation. All of a sudden, we hear, the pipe started fucking knocking. <laughs> it did. That's my turd working its way through the... And then we just like, did he just flush? You were like, no, he was just shitting. He hasn't flushed yet. <laughs> I didn't flush yet. And then what was even worse is Brian and his wife were right there 10 feet away with the roof. There was no <laughs> yeah. thing over the thing. There was no roof on the bathroom. So what no. happened was... Shotgun and echo and out. It did this thing where it projected my fucking... <laughs> like a bass drum. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And You hit the brown note with Now let me ask you this. Out. Have you had Chipotle since? Not since. That was a one and done, son. <laughs> never again. It stripped oh. everything off the lining. And I sweat it. And it was like 60 degrees. <laughs> it was cold. It was good and cold in there. I was oh, like, yeah. ooh, where's the bathroom? That's, that's almost as good as the time that I uh, drank too many Bloody Marys with Chad yeah. Lee. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we had to stop at every single exit because Bloody Marys don't agree with me. You know anything about the legendary Chad Lee? He's uh, one of the most prolific photographers. Uh, one of Dimebag Daryl's best friends and traveled the world with him. We were fortunate enough to Very. catch a shoot with and, him before uh, he... Kind of retired. I, I don't know. Yeah, he's, still I guess shooting. he's semi-retired. He's definitely not on the road anymore. He got diabetes and some other health issues, uh, which may have been from the, the Bloody Mary. Sorry, Chad, but if you know about the man, he travels <laughs> well, with the biggest names and makes the baddest Bloody Marys. Yeah. They are amazing. And uh, we got some of that action. We so. tried to go toe to toe, and I just couldn't, I couldn't hang. I couldn't hang. No. Eddie wasn't ready. Well, no. it was a mixture of getting there and having three hours of sleep in afternoon. I don't think the jack of bo- Jack in the Box helped. No. No. No, it certainly know. was the icing on the cake. <laughs> yeah, we every, left there and then we got Jack in the Box. I think we hit every exit for about an hour. I tried, man. I was trying to keep myself together. I'm sitting there shaking in the passenger seat and I'm like Sweating. looking at Keith like, you gotta stop. You gotta stop, man. Yeah. I, I know that my look, shirt. too. That look was real. There wasn't, wasn't no face. I was look. panicked. I we was talking, panicking. We can have a whole podcast just on pooping. I mean. In this band? Absolutely. Why not? Everybody does it. He's the king of it, though. You can't say yeah. that that's not well, a common king denominator. Too, right? He's king. will catalog a fart on a phone quicker than anything. Yeah. I, I should make an app. <laughs> Ass app. <laughs> yeah. I was going to do one and actually name it after my mom is the best farter in the world. Mom? But she would be, purpose. she's cool with, she knows that's the thing. That's she the does thing. it. She's just good at it. But I was like, while I was up there for a while, I was like, Mom, you got to let me record these things. And <laughs> I'm going to call it that's Granny's so... Ass. <laughs> Granny's Ass. Granny's... That's the name of the app. <laughs> Can you do a knockoff of like the Newman's own logo? Oh, Where dude. it's just your mom and she's smiling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Granny's Ass. 
I'm telling you, man, That's she awesome. is talented, and her mom before her was even more talented. She will concede. To so so you're saying on a genetic level, you have inherited a special ability. So is it more of I a think, C minor, or no? Okay, you want me to say what my grandma was able to do the tune? You know, <laughs> with that, with her ass, no shit. She probably had guys lined up for blocks. <laughs> I'm I mean, not if she kidding, could dude. do that with her butt, imagine all what else she could do. Dude, all of my cousins will, will testify <laughs> in that one. Ult- ultimate <laughs> power? Ready. Hey, you don't know. Yeah, this I'm is before real. you do. You don't want to know. So, <laughs> I do. So, yeah, it's in my DNA. Like do Mr. Methane. Yeah. that guy he used? Yeah. He puts your art in fart. Yeah. <laughs> if you get a chance, go on YouTube and type in Mr. Methane. Don't. Thank us later. No, do it. Don't do it. What I is it? I gotta write this Unless down. you're tight, you know, you don't like funny stuff. You don't Mr. Like Methane. He is a fartist. Fartist. That's true. That's I what he says. Dude, he's been on what? America's Got Talent? I, yeah. He's been on. Britain's like, Got Talent? I think that. he was on Howard Stern. Are you gonna look him up? I'm doing it right now, dude. <laughs> he has the longest fart record. He does. Period. Oh, is that the guy that could just keep. Mr. Methane, man. I, I've seen him. He's that got that the green suit. Me. On a different level. It's real. I'm not making it up. Why would we? We have no reason to. No, fact check it. Fact check it. Guy's a superhero and his powers is the fart. I see Mr. Easy. Mr. Easy? Me- methane. I'm Mr. Easy. M-E-T-H stuff. Mr. Methane. Oh, there it is. Okay. Do we have to worry about the only one we need to hear? This guy? I don't. I don't know. I mean, it is the longest fart. Do the, is there one in the world like he does? The like, can you find that one? It's like a timer, and somebody's holding the mic for him. That's the one you need to play because it's like. with it. They need to pay us because we're putting our ads on our shit. <laughs> what is the world's longest part? Mr. Methane. I'm telling you. It's like one, two minutes? What was it? That would hurt my stomach. <laughs> two minutes, like a little, I know it was over a minute. One continuous long ass fart. I know Lex and Terry, they try to, they try to get after it, but nothing yeah, like this. No, no, this guy has a sphincter from hell. See, I always thought a sphincter was near mine. It's the muscle that controls the. Uh, the aliens didn't flow. teach you that. They you took. They. They. Yeah. So we're two minutes it? and forty-two seconds. Yes. Is that Mister Me thing? That's his. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I thought it was two. Yeah, Holy that's a long time to fart, dude. So our gracious hosts are back. Do you? Would you guys like to hear the longest fart ever? Is that something that, that... I don't think we have any issues Have you heard YouTube. it? Do we have enough Come time on, left plant. for the world's longest Let's just part? leave the podcast with this. This is it, guys. We're going to leave you with this final piece. We'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in. Awkward pause. And that's what we're looking around. Somebody's waiting for something. Jeremy to do the thing. Do the thing. Quick. Come on, man. This isn't it. <laughs> we're going to have to do it again. Remember, we're a uh, new video single coming out soon over it over it I'm over it
We gotta see this. That ain't Mr. Methane. Somebody broke his record? They said it couldn't be done. By a minute and ten seconds. Somebody break his record, dude? I know they're ashamed. They covered. Dude, <laughs> your face is covered. I'd have to cover my face. Too. <laughs> I mean, he's struggling. Hey, he's wait, shaking. wait! I think it's fake. You know no, why? You can see the stuff blowing around. That's, I mean, bullshit. You can't see his ass. <laughs> you can't see that's his. That's a real butt. fart. It's though. not real. I, I think they're faking it. He's kind of a fart expert. I'm telling you. This is fake. We can do better. We can't leave him this with this This is fake party. news, guys. We need Mr. Methane, man. We need a better I fart. busted it. You gotta show baby powder on ass blowing out, or this, you're fake. This guy's a go, forensic fart expert. If you go to my Facebook and go to my videos and hey. go back far enough, you will oh. see me fart powder out my butt. You're welcome. You need to get Mr. Methane on. This guy's a fake. You're phony. That's why he covered his face, because he didn't want to be called out. Oh, here he is, right here. Yes. Yay! This is okay, the guy that really fucks. I want, fucks, I want man. you to realize that We're this new enough to fuck now the FCC. is, is uh, <laughs> true entertainment. It is, a, it is a talent that has gone on, as Paul told us, since uh, Le Petaman in the uh, 19th century. It is uh, difficult to do. I would like <laughs> him to be as understanding for him as possible, as quiet, because this is a man who breathes in both ends. And does perform. He breathes out of his ass. Yes. He sucks air in. So he could like breathe underwater. No, he would suck water in. What's wrong with you? Like a dolphin. Mr. Methane. That makes no sense biologically. Superhero. Look at it. Mr. Methane. For real. My hero. There we are. Mr. Methane will uh, will now uh, explain, of course, exactly what is needed. Shall I hold those and, and uh, help you Actually, out? We're freezing up, fellas. It's the longest fart. Okay, that's fine. Yes, good. Okay, now, um, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready, James. Yep. As you can see, I've, I've, I've uh, changed into more looser-fitting garments. Good. And uh, <laughs> uh, with the assistance of the beautiful Anne-Marie, yes. I am now going to perform... The art of controlled anal voicing. Good. Fine. Thank you very much. You need to be Anal voicing. Anal voicing. I like it. This guy's a pro. Watch him. Yeah. That's a power position. That's what I'm saying. If you don't do this, you're faking it. You're not a real fart. We're going yeah. to start with a couple, just to warm the sphincter muscle up. Right. Yeah. We're going to start <laughs> with a couple. Get your gander. Can you just rub my sphincter? Just don't stare too deep into it. Take a deep breath. Excuse me. <laughs> well, first, first of all, we have the bride on her wedding night. Here we have the bride on her wedding night. <laughs> nice and tight. Good, wholesome, quality content here, folks. And this is the morning after. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm 
you say nothing, you know? I don't know when to say anything. You can read into that whatever you want. Exactly. The thing is, of course, Mr. Mipe, they all assume that you're just making those noises through your mouth, you see. Yes, yes, we're not actually mined up at the mouth. No, of course. Because that's any ventriloquist qualities whatsoever. This is genuine petomania. That's why he's wearing the mask. Yes, right. But what we should do, though, James, is we should sprinkle a little bit of talcum powder. Yes, please. Authenticity. And Marie has the talcum powder. People can actually see the cold cough. Yes. And Marie, He's not the hero we asked for. He's the hero that we deserve. The hero we needed. We just didn't know it. Laughter. We all need to laugh a little bit. Yes. Forget about everything that's going on in the world for one moment and watch this baby powder shoot off this dude's asshole. You don't need to rub it in, Anne Marie. Just leave it. All right, Anne Marie, come on. Pass it up. Okay, here we go. Maybe We're running bit, out of time. Maybe, maybe a bit more. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. All right, oh, okay. Come okay. down from five. This yeah. Five, four, four three, three, two, one. <laughs> 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 Is that confirmation <laughs> or what? Also, he may be able to get money from a lawsuit because maybe... If it's possible, I'd like to do a track from my album, MrMethane.com. Yes, this is the Blue Danube. Okay, listen to this, ladies and gentlemen, from Mr. Methane's current and top-selling album. We need more of that.